What's up, word nerds? Welcome to this podcast called The Dictionary. Um, this is the last section of page 253. If you could review this podcast, rate it and review it in whatever way that you can, I would surely love that um, because that's that's how we get validation and that's how things like this succeed. And obviously, I just want every single person in the world to listen to this podcast. Um, what are, what are the other things? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at DictionaryPod, and you can send me an email, DictionaryPod at gmail.com if you want to say something to me. Um, there's a Google Voice number. You can call and leave a message, and I maybe play it, but at the very least, I'll listen to it. I, I swear, I swear I'll listen to it. Um, but if you also want to send me uh, an audio recording on your voice memo app or something like that, uh, that might be slightly higher quality than a phone call or or much better quality, actually. Um, you know, those are the things. Uh, okay, subscribe, share. Let other people know about this podcast. All right, so the first word in this episode is competent. C-O-M-P-E-T-E-N-T. Competent. That tent is not doing a good job. It is not a competent tent. Okay, this is an adjective from the 15th century. One, proper or rightly pertinent. Proper or rightly pertinent. Number two, having requisite or adequate ability or qualities. And the synonym is fit. As in, a competent teacher. Yes, we need competent teachers. You cannot be incompetent. Is that the word? Incompetent? Uh, also is in a competent piece of work. Number three, legally qualified or adequate, as in a competent witness. Four, having the capacity to function or develop in a particular way. Specifically, having the capacity to respond to an antigenic determinant. And the example of your capacity to respond would be as by producing an antibody. So what is this talking about? The example is immunologically competent cells. Those cells are immunologically competent, which means they have the capacity to respond to an antigenic determinant. The synonym for everything is the word sufficient. Competently is an adverb. And I just remembered there was... Oh, yeah, we did that. Okay, next word in this episode is competition. Noun from 1579. One, the act or process of competing. Synonym is rivalry. Rivalry as A, 1A, the effort of two or more parties acting independently to secure the business of a third party by offering the most favorable favorable terms. Uh, what a highly specific, dry definition. That's what we're here for. Uh, 1B, active demand by two or more organisms or kinds of organisms for some environmental resource in short supply. Yeah, how much do we want to say about these things? Um, let's see. Plants, animals, creatures in a habitat. They are competing for the same resources. Um, usually they find a happy medium. Humans are not so good at that. 
And number two, a contest between rivals. It is a contest, and we are rivals, and we will compete. Also, one's competitors are the competition, as in faced tough competition. Let's see, I think there is no etymology that I want to read, so we are going to move on to competitive. Adjective from 1829, one relating to characterized by or based on competition, as in competitive sports. Number two, inclined, desiring, or suited to compete, as in a competitive personality. Also as in salary benefits must be competitive. Uh, that is a quote from M.S. Eisenhower. Yes, it's probably good to have competitive salaries. You wanna, you want, you wanna pay people what they deserve, and you wanna get the people, because if there's good people out there, you want them to work for your company or be part of your team. Um, yeah, I, I don't like talk about money, but um, yes, pay people what they are worth. Pay people good. And number three. Depending for effectiveness on the rel- on the relative concentration of two or more substances. Depending for effectiveness on the relative concentration of two or more substances. As in, competitive inhibition of an enzyme. Competitively is an adverb, and competitiveness is a noun. Oh, I just watched that movie Game Night. They are very competitive. Uh, Okay, next is competitor, noun from 1534, one that competes, as A, the synonym rival. Rival? Is that, that word does not sound right. Rival. You are my rival. You are my competitor. I will defeat you. And uh, B, one selling or buying goods or services in the same market as another. C, an organism that lives in competition with another. I think it's pretty good to have some level of competition. I think that it spurs growth and change. But when it gets real it, it, when it gets too serious, I'm I'm just not a big fan of that part. Compilation is next. That is our next word, noun from the 15th century. I guess some people say com compilation, compilation. Number 1, the act or process of compiling. Ah, that's where that that other form would come in. Compilation. You're compiling all the stuff. Number two, something compiled. As in, a compilation of hit songs. If you get this compilation of songs, you will get this song. Like the word compile. Compile, let's sing a song about compile. This is a verb, a transitive verb from the 14th century. One, to compose out of materials from other documents. Taking the stuff from that document and you're compiling all the important information into this other document. Number two, to collect and edit into a volume. Three, to build up gradually, as in compiled a record of four wins and two losses. Four, to run as a program through a compiler that would be a like a computer program let's see this is from the latin compilare which means to plunder so when you are compiling information together in whatever form it is whatever of these four definitions you are plundering it 
you can say, I'm going to plunder this document. All right, next is compiler. You could also say that you are the plunderer. This is a noun from the 14th century. One, one that compiles. Two, a computer program that translates an entire set of instructions written in a higher level symbolic language into machine language before the instructions can be executed. And the example of that symbolic language is C, the letter C, a capital C. Next word in this episode is complacence. C-O-M-P-L-A-C-E-N-C-E. Noun from the 15th century. One, calm or secure satisfaction with oneself or one's lot, as in self-satisfaction. Number two is obsolete. The synonym is complacence, um, which we should be seeing that pretty soon. Complacence. Number three, the synonym is unconcern. Next is complacency. Noun from 1650. One, self-satisfaction, especially when accompanied by unawareness of actual dangers or deficiencies. Two, an instance of complacency. Next is complacent. Adjective from 1760. One, marked by complacency. Synonym is self-satisfied. Hmm. Um, As in the example, a complacent smile. Ooh, that is not a smile you want to get, I don't think. Number two is the number one definition for the word complacent, spelled C-O-M-P-L-A-I-S-A-N-T, complacent. And number three, the synonym is unconcerned. Complacently is an adverb. I think this word, uh, let's read the etymology first. It is from the Latin verb complacere, or something like that, which means to please greatly. To please greatly. See, this doesn't make sense to me. Uh, That is from com plus placere, which means to please, and there's more at the word please. Um, But when I think of being complacent, I think of, I think it has some more negative connotations. You're just complacent. You're just uh, neutrally or even under-neutrally content with the situation, with whatever it is. You're just complacent. You're just like, meh. Um, so pleasing greatly doesn't really make any sense to me. But, you know, maybe there's other other versions, other definitions, other uses of the word that I don't think of. But that's where, I, that's where my brain goes. What about you? Next word, complain. Uh, this is an intransitive verb from the 14th century. One, to express grief, pain, or discontent. As in, complaining about the weather. Man, I, I try not to complain, but I know I do. I know I complain, but I really, when you think about it, it there's nothing to, you, you really don't need to complain. Um, you know, you maybe talk about it. I think the thing about complaining is that it, it's, it puts you in a, I feel like it puts you in a negative headspace. You're focusing on the bad. You're focusing on the negative. That's what I don't really like about it. And I think it's so much better to focus on the positive. I was actually just listening to a podcast. Uh, I think it's called The Happiness Something. I'll put a. I'll put a. I'll talk about it later. Um, but uh, 
the happiness lab the happiness lab the happiness lab I've been uh, binging it from the beginning recently because I think it's a fascinating topic. There's a woman at Yale who's teaching this class about happiness, and so she talks about all different levels of that and goes deep, goes deep. But there was one episode where they were saying, um, you know, think positively all the time. Uh, that's what a lot of people have said. But there's a, there's a lot of evidence, scientific evidence, that actually says you don't, you don't need to do that all the time. Uh, it's good to sometimes focus on the negative, um, so then you're prepared for it. That's a good thing. Th- this went a little off track. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, let's get back on track. I was talking about complaining, um, but yeah, I think when you're actively complaining about something, you're actively getting into a negative headspace, and that, that I think takes it to another level. I'm not so sure if that's a great thing. You will be happier if you were focused on the positive things, right? Oh, the weather is so crappy, but at least this got to happen. You know, find the silver lining. All right, number two, for complain, to make a formal accusation or charge. Complainer is a noun. Complainingly is an adverb. This is from Latin uh, complangere, which is com plus plangere, which means to lament. Uh, Lament. Uh, and there's more at the word plaint, P-L-A-I-P-L-A-I-N-T, plaint. What is that? Okay, this is our last word for this episode. Get ready for it. It is complainant, C-O-M-P-L-A-I-N-A-N-T, complainant, noun from the 15th century. One, the party who makes the complaint in a legal action or proceeding. And two, one who complains. They complain so much. They're the complainant. All right. So the words in this episode today were competent, competition, competitive, competitor, compilation, compile, compiler, complacence, complacency, complacent, complain, and complainant. Oddly, a lot of these words I I personally try to avoid as much as I consciously can, which is not a lot. Complaining, being complacent, uh, being competitive, these are these are all things that I just... Uh, but there were some good ones, like competent. I like competent. Let's pick competent as the word of the episode. Uh, competent, competent, competent. Wasn't there competent? That's... I, I don't know. That's reminding me of something. Competent, 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 competent. I am sort of competent in some areas of things and stuff. All right, let's talk about the holidays. It is New South Wales. Uh, oh, sorry. No, no. That's not how you say this. In New South Wales, in Australia, it is Intersex Day of Remembrance. That is a that is a big one. Uh, I can't even imagine. I can only imagine what exactly that entails. Um, in the European Society of Radiology, it is International Day of Radiology. But it's if it's international, then it's all over the world. So you, your European Society of Radiology, you can't claim that for your own. All of us can celebrate this International Day of Radiology. In Canada, it is National Aboriginal Veterans Day. In the ether... <laughs> Eastern Orthodox Church, it is Synaxis of the Archangel Michael and the other bodiless powers of heaven. It is World Urbanism Day. 
Not sure what that entails exactly. In the U.S., it is National STEM Day. STEM, S-T-E-M, all caps, science, technology, engineering, and math, I think. That is that is that is what we need to push for. We need more people getting in getting in that world. And we'll throw art in there as well. In Australia, National Recycling Week starts. Yeah, recycling. All right. Fun holidays here in the US. Not always fun. I don't know what this is. It is Abbott and Aid Punsters Day. This seems British to me, but I have no idea. Cook something bold today. Well, it's just called Cook Something Bold Day. Um, It's also known as Cook Something Bold and Pungent. National Ample Time Day. I never have ample time. National Cappuccino Day. A lot of people don't know the difference between all the different coffee drinks that you can get. And the only reason why I learned them, because I wasn't a coffee drinker, still not a big coffee drinker, um, I only learned about those when I started working at a cafe. A latte is espresso with milk, steamed milk, but a cappuccino, you got to get a lot of the froth. You got to froth up that milk real good. So then you mix in the milk and the espresso, but then you put a whole bunch of froth on the top. And personally, I never understood this. I don't get, I don't get the thing about the froth. I feel like it's just a waste. That's just my opinion. This is my day, National Dunce Day. It's also National Harvey Wallbanger Day. It is National Parents as Teachers Day. Parents, teach your kids good stuff. Ah, here we have National STEAM Day. So it's National STEM Day, but they added the A for art. So it's National STEAM. World Orphans Day. There are lots of orphans out there who need families and homes, so help them out, please. World Pianist Day. That's the people who play the pianos. World Town Planning. Oh, that's that's what World Urbanism, it's also known as that. X-Ray Day. This is all related to radiologists. They take your x-rays. Um, oh, lastly, it is International Tongue Twister Day. There are some good tongue twisters out there. Toy Boat, is uh, it's probably the shortest one out there, but somehow it is so easy to... Get your mouth all messed up on the toy boat. Say it over and over again. You're going to get messed up. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. See what happens? Uh, Another good one that I've always loved is Rubber Baby Buggy Bumper. Rubber Baby Buggy Bumper. All right. I think that's it for today. I think, I think, I think. All of my episodes are getting close to 20 minutes because I've added the holidays and I just talk a lot more and... uh, that's just the way it goes. This whole thing is evolving. What's going to happen when we get to the letter D? I don't know. I'm going to have to do something new, I think. All right, I'm going to end the episode because I really have to pee. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Yeah.